And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. Yeah, I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. How's it going? Base score in the freaking house. I <laughs> thank you so much for giving me time. Is it, man, is that coffee? Are, is it early for you too? That can't be real, right? It's nice. It's one o'clock for me here. Okay. It is coffee. Full disclosure, it's 4.59 a.m. right now. That is madness. Thank you for <laughs> getting up this early. Absolutely. I'm a morning person, but. No, no, I'm a morning person, but it's, it's always good, especially like talking to different artists about what they do. And so, hey, this is, I'm stoked. I, I woke up this morning. My wife was like, what the hell are you doing? And I was like, oh, I got something to do at five. And she was like, well, all right, bye. Because it's like 3.50 when I had to get up. And she was like, hey, it's worth it. So I think we're going to jump right into it. Because I want to get to know the art style that you choose to do, where the name comes from, all kinds of stuff around there. So you want to take it away? Okay. Uh, let's go. So I guess I'll introduce myself briefly. So I'm Bengal. I'm based in Brighton in the UK. Um, yeah, I make toys and I run a little, uh, I call it like an art distributor called Blue Monday Press. Um, and yeah, the base score comes from, so I didn't have like an iPhone until after I finished uni. Mm -hmm. um, so my name was already taken. Oh, bummer. And I've always quite liked, not necessarily, do you know Little B? Yeah. The rapper. So I've always liked, not so much his music, but just like his ethos of like, based as like doing whatever you want, however you want, whenever you want kind of thing. Yeah. So I just, yeah, started, my Instagram name was Bass Gore. And I just kind of stuck with it, I guess. Because I feel like my art stuff is, is just what I want to do, like what I find funny or, yeah, what I want to make, what I enjoy making. And it's rad because your art is, like, I love looking at your figures, first of all. Uh, but you, like, do uh, not only the figures, but then you have, like, coloring pages that you've helped do or you've done completely. Uh you have some paintings that you do, and then you do some, like, I saw, like, a Mario diorama with a sword in his head. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, like, all over the place, right? Yeah, kind of. Well, I just, like, I, I call myself, like, an artist because I like making things. It's not so much about, like, being a specialist at, like, a craft, but it's more like bringing my perspective to, uh, like, a... Uh, yeah, like any craft I think is going to be fun. Yeah. And like, because I feel like art is 
for me it's kind of like how that person chooses to do that thing mm-hmm. and how they've done it like well or badly yeah. so if you do a painting and it kind of I mean it could be like a stick man with like a dog and a tree but if it looks funny like that might be more someone might enjoy that more than seeing like a perfectly photorealistic painting yeah. you know what I mean my hope is that your next bootleg figure is now a stick man and just <laughs> Uh, so you are uh creating you're doing this and so we're gonna dive deeper on the bootleg figure so um when was your first bootleg figure when did you make it what was it do you remember yeah so there's there's kind of two answers so the first one i actually did was just like a so we've got a shop here called poundland which i guess they couldn't have like a dollar store okay and they had like mexican wrestler figures and the first the first two I did, I made a, I think it's called Hombre Arana. I don't speak Spanish, but like Spider-Man in Spanish. And then oh. I painted the mask like Spider-Man. Yeah, which is dope. Um, yeah, and I did a, uh, it was like Hombre Radioactiva. It was like Radioactive Man. Okay. So they were just straight paint jobs. Kind of which is, some of my favorite pieces of all time have been just straight paint jobs. Yeah. And I think it's like, uh, I don't know. Have you seen Sir Collect a lot? Yeah, yeah. So he does, every once in a while, he'll like he'll take normal figures and like re-sand them and then repaint them. And it's like, those figures are so much better than some of the ones I cast in mold. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's really amazing because someone, yeah, someone's like sculpted and sand. But sometimes you can just put like a tiny lick of paint on something and it yeah. transforms it completely. So do you do uh, casting and molding and all that stuff? Or I'm you... not as good. I do some cuts. So with the Goya figures, those yeah. were, I cast and uh, I mold and cast those. But I kind I don't really like painting the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So most of my stuff is a one of a kind. It's, um, yeah, it's like kind of kit bash, kind of sculpted on. So I'll take a figure, sand it, and then sculpt on with a stuff called Millipup, which is like a, Epoxy putty. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So they tend to be. I quite like it being one off as well because it kind of pushes me to make more stuff. Yeah. Which is, I think, I, I've said this to other artists too. Like one offs are more enticing to me than a mm. run. I want to feel like I'm the only one that owns your art. Yeah, yeah. It makes it more special. I think. Yeah. Definitely. And I'm um, glad you said Goya. Because I do want to talk about that. Because I, if I remember right, that's the piece that uh, Jerry posted about. Yeah. And then didn't. So do you want to talk about that? Like posted about it and didn't do yeah, anything. So, so with that as well, there's like two versions. Because I made it. I made an original version, which has like a white backing. And then it like went like semi-viral at first. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, I should probably learn how to mold and cast so I can make a few of these. Yeah, yeah. And then I did that, and then I made a new packaging, which was, like, black, which is, like, the one you can buy now if you want it. Um, but, yeah, he he posted it. So I think his mate had posted it, and then he, like, reposted it from the mate, but cropped it down so it took, like, my name off. Mm. So it, he cropped the packaging from being like that to, like, that. The douchiest way to do something. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like ignored me for like a good few days um and he did eventually he did eventually add me into the the caption but um i was like 
how this is blowing up and it's nothing's going back to me. So I was going through the comments like there are people like, oh, I need this. And I'd be like, oh, if you want it, you can go over here. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that. So how so it took him a few days because I remember um even being one of the people that posted in the story about like, man, this guy's an asshole. He needs to just do what's right. And so he finally did get, did he reach out to you or did he just change the I had messaged him a few times and then I was like passive aggressively atting him in like stories and stuff, which he must've, he must've, it took him like the better part of a week kind of thing. Yeah. And then he did like semi-apologize. But um, it's just annoying because stuff like that, you know, as when it's out there, like when it's like hot is the best time people like go to you. Yeah. So it's like taking a pie out of the oven and then leaving it a few days as a few flies in it. And then you say, oh, yeah, this pie was really good a few days ago. But Yeah. And it's crazy because like he deals in the art world. He knows yeah. what you're supposed to do, how you're supposed to deal with things. And then to do that was such a bummer. Yeah. And to be fair, I didn't even know who he was until you were posting about it. And I an art critic is such a weird job to me. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, like I absolutely think that's such a nonsense job to be for him. I only knew him from, um, there was like an art reality TV show that Sock Lord was on. Yeah. Maybe quite a while ago. And I felt like he was one of the judges. So that was the only thing I'd seen of him before. Yeah. You know, and uh, I had gone back after seeing and like interacting with your posts and stuff. And Suck Lord had created a figure of him as like, I don't know, doing whatever in the, like some art critic backer board and sold it at auction. And it was like this huge thing. And I still had no real idea who the guy was. Yeah. yeah. So the pieces, I was like, well, this is a cool piece, I guess. I think, yeah, I thought Sucklord was just making random people and yeah. throwing them in backers. I was like, come on, man. So you described Blue Monday Press and it's this, uh, you said publisher. Yeah, I consider it, yeah, like an art publisher distributor is kind of how I think of it. Okay, you want to, so let's, what is uh, Blue Monday Press fully? Like, how do you integrate that into your art? Um, it's kind of like start? my, it's like my merch store almost. Okay. So pretty much everything on there is made by me. I've done a few like collab t-shirts and stuff. Because um, yeah, I got into like, selling art through making like zines and stuff yeah and then that's kind of turned into books so i've done a few like pop culture themed books yeah so i did one the most recent one was the pop culture cookbook which is like it's like recipes from film and tv and stuff oh my gosh did so you like find the recipes or create them yourself yeah so yeah it's a combo of both basically and then my my sister is a really good like chef mm -hmm. so just like a hobby baker kind of thing but she helped me like research some recipes and like tried a few out as well yeah. so it's like how to make like paddington's marmalade okay along those lines how to make like um i don't know if you've seen steven universe but like, yeah, how to make cookie cats okay as well that's rad but it's kind of like how to make like cartoon foods was the idea like how do i make these delicious animated foods into like real life yeah. So you, you start out in the zines. Are these books, are we talking, these are like thick ass books that you're creating constantly? I wouldn't say 
I won't say thick. They're like <laughs> they're they're a one man operation books. So they're still like it's yeah, it's still a book. Yeah, but it's um. Then yeah, I'm not haven't got any chunky boys yet. Okay, my my favorite one of my favorite shows um from the UK is a uh, Great British Baking Show. Oh yeah. And I feel like that would be such a fun thing to collab with them on. Just be like, hey, oh, yeah, here's, here's a cartoon. Can you figure out how to make this for me? Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be a good challenge for them, actually. Um, so you create, there is a book, though, I do want to talk about. You chose to make uh, something on the bootleg Bible. Yeah. So where where does that, like no one, from what I've seen, no one has made it this like compendium of bootleg artists or uh artwork or anything so like how what what was your cause behind that you're you might be the only one that's created something like that there's a few similar things but i think not on like the 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 proper bootleg i would say is there's probably is one of the only ones of that okay um but yeah i kind of did that because i just started making toys and taking it a bit more seriously and like for me, it was kind of a way of speaking to all the people I really liked and that I followed. Yeah. And kind of like pick their brains a bit and then share the knowledge of people who might be in like a similar position to me, like trying to learn the basics and like, yeah, build like a compendium of the people I'd come across where I was like, oh, wow, all these people do make really interesting stuff in their own special way. Um, and I want to kind of document that and share that. Uh, and yeah, I love like Boom Money Press the publisher because I love books. Mm-hmm. I like the physical. So for yeah. me, it was very much like, yeah, trying to get all that stuff in one place. Uh, so yeah, other people could get that information as well, really. So you spoke to all these artists, right? That are yeah. in there. So let's go through that because I know one of them is Suck Lord. Yeah. What was it like speaking to him? I've spoken to him a couple of times and it is... It is always just up in the air how the conversation's gonna go. And it, well, he's interesting. Dude. We've only spoken over email, so I haven't had like a, a voice conversation with him. Okay. So I just yeah. sent over interview questions, kind of thing. Okay. Have you ever popped into like his auctions or anything? No, I've been slacking all that kind of stuff. Oh my gosh, he has one today, I think. And it is. I mean, it'll be pretty late for you, but. It's like you'll see his actual persona come out, and it's weird. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's super weird. So, what was your idea behind creating the bootleg Bible? Because um, I, I also know that I think there's a number two coming out, right? Yeah. So okay. I'm working on. I'm calling it like the deluxe edition because the first one I liked, but I feel like I could like design it a bit nicer, and I wanted to put. I'm working on a few like how-to guides of like the basics. Yeah. So if you pick these up, it'll be like, here's how you can get like a just an action figure to like a bootleg toy. Yeah. All the like basic steps you could do for quite cheap. Um yeah, so the original one kind of touched on that, but like this is gonna be like a proper how-to guide. I might do some like video tutorials which would be exclusive if you buy the book there'll be like a link to the videos online somewhere i love that yeah there was a guy i wish i remember his name he created a book or a little zine about molding a casting at one point and he did it and described like 
how to do it and all the products you need and all that stuff. And he got shit on pretty hardcore by like, you know, the term gatekeeping. Oh yeah. 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 The gatekeepers that are like, no, don't share our secrets. Those people are awful. And this guy, yeah. And he got shit on because he was helping out like new people. Yeah. I feel like the people that most, most want to keep the gates up, I guess are like the people who aren't that confident in their skill. Cause if, if I tell you how to do something, if I tell you how to bake a pie, yeah. But I think, if, but if someone thinks me just telling you how to do it is going to make you make as good a pie as someone who's been making a pie for like three years, yeah. Um, there's like a level of skill and like obviously the artist brain as well that goes into making it. You can't. Someone can tell you exactly how to do it, but for one, taking the time and effort to do it is something as well. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, as someone who dabbles in a lot of different things, I think it's really important to share knowledge because it pushes everyone up, really. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, it gives more diverse viewpoints as well. I think, I think, especially with bootleg figures, if you know, DKE when he puts out a theme uh, or he has a show or whatever, and we all if you and I sat down and both said we wanted to do a Star Wars mashup of something, it's always going to come out differently. And I, because yeah, it, yeah. And I think you're right on like, just based off of who we are as artists, like it, it's going to come out in our style. And so for someone to say like, no, 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 don't share the secrets. What's like, none of this is secret anymore. After like five minutes of Googling, I can figure out how to do something. Yeah, I mean, on YouTube, there's yeah, loads of different tutorials about every different aspect. Yeah, so I'm assuming you've seen the craftsman, then, right? Yeah, I love. I've sent him like a fan letter. (laughs) (laughs) Did he respond? Yeah, he just said, "Yeah, thanks, really like, like it was really nice to hear that kind of thing." Love it. He, yeah, he is the starting point when I was trying to figure out how to mold. When I started, I used to take little dinosaurs and like little cat heads and just put that on there and I was like oh it's a toy yeah <laughs> and like I thought oh this is it but then I, I started to slowly realize like man there's actually an art to this like I can step this up and he was the guy that I watched for an un- obscene amount of hours yeah yeah I'm the same and there's lots of stuff I haven't got around to doing where I'm like when I've got space when I've got like a workshop yeah I'll be like brewing up silver and like yeah <laughs> Have you have you ever worked with metal? No. Oh, dude, I just started working with metal, um, I don't know, a couple months ago. And I, I just work with pewter. It's gnarly. You spill it anywhere, <laughs> it just causes the biggest problem. I've spilled a yeah. couple drops and it's like, it's burnt through a shoe. It's burnt like the the ground of my house. Yeah. So. Yeah, I really want to do. I want to do stuff that's more messy, but like, I mean, I just work in my house kind of thing. So, yeah, there's like a. Li- I've got like an outside bit, but there's like a limit of what I want to risk. Basically, I don't yeah. want to risk my deposit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you might just want to lay down plastic everywhere and just start going ham. Yeah. So let I kind of want to get your view on art because you have dabbled in all different parts of this art world it looks like painting and sculpting and casting and stuff um and then i like you'll have to correct me so i've seen 
images of like a coloring book you've designed. I've seen uh, tarot cards that have been designed. Um, and then like you've done books. So art, what is art for you? Because you're dabbling in every different aspect of it all at the same uh, time, it seems like, right? Yeah, kind of. Art for me, I don't know. It's just like, I like, I like making things. I like having ideas and then I like that process of like figuring out how you get from like A to B. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I started, I went to uni as a photographer and then I went freelance as a photographer maybe like five years after that. But like I couldn't get much photography work but I had quite a bit of time. Mm -hmm. So I started illustrating then. So I did a lot of illustration projects. Um, and that's where the tarot cards was like the first. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Tap to bring you this. Earth 2 Aliens have landed. Earthling. I want lowbrow art and bootleg toys. Well, you come to the right place. Earth to Kentucky is a shop for folks who love vintage sci-fi, lowbrow, and art bootleg toys. Toys, toys, toys. They're located over there at 836 Main Street, Covington, Kentucky. Toys, toys. They carry original art, vintage action figures, designer bootleg toys, and toys, 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 and t-shirts. Designed exclusively for their store by some of their favorite artists. Thank you, Earthling. I enjoy Earth to Kentucky. I have all my favorite bootleg art toys. Toys, toys, toys. Hey, look at that over there. It's a spaceship. Yeah. I need to go now. Someone's filming me in my spaceship. Shop now. www.earthtokentucky.com. That's earth2kentucky.com. Or just land your spaceship when they're open. The first art thing I did that actually like went well, that mm -hmm. actually like sold well. Um, and I don't know, I just enjoy different mediums. Like, I feel like everything you can do with each medium you can do like different things um like with the toy stuff especially i really enjoy what i'm doing at the moment is a lot of like art toys so it's like finding a painting i like yeah and like figuring out how to translate that into like a 3d like a 2d painting how do i translate it into a 3d figure of like mm -hmm. a subject of the painting um because i saw you've done a picasso like that as well right with the bull yeah yeah pretty rad yeah and then I've been really into Francis Bacon, so I've been like making all these weird, like mashed up faces. <laughs> yeah. And then like trying to do like nice paint strokes as well. So it has the same kind of vibe as a painting. Yeah. Um, but with the coloring book and stuff, that's all the stuff I do is kind of like pop culturally themed because it's just like, um, it's just, even with the toy, it's like celebrating stuff I like, whether yeah. that's like art or the coloring book. Um, I did like an activity book of like grime, you know, mm -hmm. like grime music. Like yeah. So that was all, that was like an activity book. So it was like, there's like puzzles in there. There's like crosswords. Which I uh, love. Word search. There's like draw your favorite MC. I really like stuff that's like interactive. Um, so it's quite nice to like, similar to what we were saying with the gatekeeping stuff, like it's nice to make something, then you can give it to, 10 people and with like a coloring book or like a activity book you know they'll kind of like put their own spin on it yeah so quite a few things in the activity book are like open-ended um there's like a like a fill in the blank so there's like a rap verse where there's certain bits have been taken out basically and then you can put in your own bits uh yeah i love that because it seems like 
I, it almost seems like you need your own store for sure with like all the different areas you've created in man and have like a section of your store like these are all my activity books this is for kids yeah. <laughs> but the blue monday press is basically like i keep it not as my name so that it seems like it's a bigger thing than just one person like making all these weird different bits it worked because i immediately yeah. thought it was <laughs> yeah uh so and i think what's cool about what draw me to your work i don't know if you remember this so you have created these bear figures that are so rad that's like paddington bear it's like a regular bear but like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah repainted up and i hadn't seen uh those figures yet and i painted up a giant bear as winnie the pooh and you know there's there's like a couple ways that could have gone right there's that easily you could have been like you asshole like this isn't what we do but instead you recognized that like art was a soup and you like you're like hey I, I created that and what really pushed it was like then you gave me a list of bears you hadn't done and I was like that's how art should be like not only is this like hey maybe we just collab and figure out like hey that's not I already did that one but here's a bunch of shit that you can do yeah and that, well, I and that was think, rad uh yeah I yeah I've had the, a similar thing happen to me where I've made something that I didn't realize already exists. But I actually made the so killer bootlegs is in the bootleg Bible with him. He did like a R2D2 soup can like Warhol. Mm, yeah. And I did one very recently. So mm. it obviously had been stuck in there yeah. and I was making a list of, Oh, what'd be a cool idea. It's kind of fell out. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're all picking everyone picks from the same, like, yeah, the same soup. So, yeah. Stuff's going to crop up. It's more a case of like, you don't want to rip someone off. But it's, it's more a case of like, it's more fun to make stuff that doesn't exist. That's kind of how I think about it. Like, yeah. Like, what's the coolest thing I can make that doesn't already exist, basically? Yeah. You know, that, uh, have you seen that movie Mastercasters, that little short documentary? Yeah, I think so. So, in there, one of the guys, uh, I don't remember what his name is, which I'm bummed about. Um, but he created he created something, and then someone had told him like someone else was creating it, and he had the best. Ex he was like, I don't care. Like we're all making bootleg art anyways. If you want to, like, I'm bootlegging an actual action figure. If you want a bootleg of a bootleg, do it. I don't care. And it was just like such a cool response that I. Like I had never thought of art that way, that it really doesn't matter, but also it does matter. It's that weird yeah. dynamic. But it's the same in, if you look at like classical art, everyone's painting the same like 20 stories. Yeah. Much. Like Caravaggio is painting the same as like another Italian artist. They might do it in like a slightly different way. Yeah. But they're still pulling on the same like myths and stuff. So that's kind of the case now, but it's just like Darth Vader is the myth. Yeah. <laughs> so what can you do with that basically? <laughs> That's a good way to view bootleg art stuff. So uh, you are creating and stuff. Are you in, um, like, do you have, or are you already in, like, shows? Is that something that you see yourself doing in the future with, like, I don't know, in the UK, is there art show, like, Comic-Con type stuff there? There's a toy con that I think, I think it was around this time last year, because it was just before... 
uh, we like locked down here. Like, yeah, it was a thing. It was a few weeks before. It was like full blown Corona madness, basically. So I didn't end up going to that. But I've been in a few uh, gallery shows. There's okay. a gallery here in Brighton called Paxton Glue. Yeah, um, and they did a bootleg show November Decemberish last year. And there was like Riker was in that. Um, oh, Riker. There's a guy local to here called 96 to go who does um, like almost like miniature sets. Yeah. Like he made like a miniature Toys R Us. And oh. made like a kid's bedroom from like the 90s where there was like a bed and like posters on the wall. Okay. His stuff's amazing. Um, so I've had some stuff sold by them. I sent to the Clutter Gallery, the Clutter magazine. Yeah. yeah. For their most recent show. So I've done, yeah, sprinkling. Yeah. Do you uh, enjoy the show aspect? Because I know you want to do the one-off, but sometimes shows are like, oh, I need 30 of this one toy. So do you just work with the ones that are asking for the one-offs? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm kind of, it's, I'm torn because I quite like, I like having my stuff in shows. It'd be nice. That, obviously, I haven't really been able to go to much recently. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd probably, if someone said we're doing a show, I would just do a lot of one-offs probably. Yeah. <laughs> and just hope for the best. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm working, uh, hopefully doing a, I mean, we're trying to do a collab for um, Dove at DKE and he, he asked for a lot of like the minimum amount of figures you can produce is 20. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And the first idea we had was a like a card back that had two figures on it. And so that's 40 figures, not including the one that I'm probably going to make for myself. And it was like, damn it. Like, I, I, I don't want to make 40 figures. I don't want to make 20 figures. And so yeah, I've, I've started thinking about more and more of like, man, maybe shows are not. We interrupted this broadcast of Toys on Top to bring you this. Bootleg Bonanza! Hey, check out what I just got. Oh my gosh, what is this stuff? These are bootleg art toys. What? Where do you find bootleg art toys? I find bootleg art toys at Bootleg Bonanza. Bootleg Bonanza! An alternative toy store that specializes in bootleg art toys, resin, and vinyl. Oh my gosh. This one's weird. Actually, they specialize in weird. Not only do they buy and sell and trade designer toys, they produce them in their fully equipped studio. Bootleg Bonanza! Where is this at again? Bootleg Bonanza. It's at 200 East High Street, Pottstown, Pennsylvania. Or you can head there online at www.bootlegbonanza.com. I don't know. Whose money did you spend on this? You didn't spend our money on this weird stuff, did ya? Um. I mean, what is this thing? Uh. Head there now, www.bootlegbonanza.com, and spend all your money. Bootleg Bonanza! Onion, I'm proud. Cause that's a lot of feet. That's a lot of work. You got to be really good and really dedicated. And sometimes it's yeah. not worth my time. I think making, making like multiples is a skill in itself. Like, yeah, I really enjoy the sculpting and painting, but I don't like molding and casting as much. Yeah. I feel like as I've tried to do, I've done a few figures where I've cast them mm -hmm. and like, like you learn pretty quick what you can't do. Yeah. Like I've had a few figures and I've had to like, fix them as they come out kind of thing yeah it's just not as not as fun i find like i'd rather spend my time making a fresh one as opposed to like painting four figures i've already made i guess yeah I, I think that's absolutely true but i find what i'm so interested in too is um like i'm sure you've seen this instead of creating something people are 
like they're bootlegging an old 90s or 80s or 70s toy and instead of just bootlegging it once they have like 30 or 40 different styles and they bootleg oh, I, quite, I like those yeah because that's yeah. the skill is like the cast because i've seen a few I think it's one trick pony does like the swamp thing ones. And they're yeah, all, he each, does. each arm is like a different color and they're like luminescent and there's like yeah. glitter inside. And I think those are amazing. It's just, that's not the skill I have yeah. for me personally kind of thing. But I really enjoy seeing those like, but that like their art is almost, the casting is the art in itself. Yeah. Like how they're using the colors and like. One trick pony just produced, um, so he, he goes gnarly. So he has the, not only does he have the ones that he's produced that are different colors, he's produced the ones that uh, change color based on heat. Oh, he's, wow. Yeah, he's produced, uh, just recently on 420, he produced a clear one that had weed in it. Whoa. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> it reminds me of people like uh, Rainbow Yan, who's, I think he's oh, yeah, a UK-based yeah. artist, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, he creates the uh, uh, Masters of the Universe characters, but creates skeletons and put those in it. Oh yeah, those are yeah, those are amazing as well. It's like yeah, you're like casting and casting in casting. Like what the hell? Yeah, yeah. yeah how you get like because those skeletons, well, they're in like the the right place when they're cast again. Yep, yeah, that's madness. I what's crazy to me too is like the people that so he not only does that he casts and then in the cast he casts again and then he also casts um the cape out of like really thin plastic when he puts it on them oh, but wow. in, in my head it's like oh no no I'm just gonna go get that fabric somewhere like I'm not gonna cast this but he like takes the time and does it so it's it's rad yeah I think there was one in I'll have, I need to check who this is, but someone did one in that was in the original Book Note Bible, which was an Anakin figure inside a Darth Vader. Okay. And that was pretty cool. So it was like semi, like translucent, so you could just about see the Anakin inside. Okay. So what I initially thought was like they were like melted together, but it was legit inside of the. Yeah, episode. inside. Yeah. Holy jeez. It was like cool, like the ghost of Vader or something along those lines, I'm pretty sure. Now I need to go back and find it because now I yeah. want that figure. Every once in a while, yeah, I feel like those toys are easier to explain. So like when you you create bootleg toys and when someone asks you what you do, what do you tell them? That's a good question. Uh, I describe it as like one-off action figures maybe. Okay. So you actually tell them like it is toys. Yeah, well, I, when someone asks what I do in general, I'm like, I'm an artist. And then okay. when they pick deeper, it's like, oh, yeah, these are all these weird things I do. But there are people I've spoken to, like friends of friends, who I know I've spoken to at like different social gatherings. And every time they ask me and every time I explain, they're still confused. Mm -hmm. So, um, Jeez. yeah. <laughs> I think that that becomes so hard to explain to people. So I stopped explaining it. I usually am like, yeah, I just do art. Yeah. And they'll they'll say like, what type of art? And then that's where the question gets tough because like, well, I play with toys. Like, that's a bummer sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and so I, but it's easier to explain what we do when it looks like the Anakin inside the Vader because like that hits so many different points. 
yeah um, pop culture and star wars and deeper and like craft as well i think when you see something like that you're like oh someone's gone to the time to put that in there yeah for sure i think and in my head even like as we're talking about it i don't know the logistics of how you get one figure inside of another figure considering they're the same thickness well i think the anakin one must be a bit smaller i think it was like a kid anakin maybe yeah so it's probably like this right like yeah and then somehow you just sink it in and then create it like yeah i'm guessing it's like a it's a vader figure that's like all in one like that maybe like with a cape on let's say and then okay put it in the mold and then yeah cast it again yeah (laughs) i think i I don't know yeah i'm not so good at molding like i look at people like um is it ahimo is he he creates the the turtles the really like the swamp turtle he created this like yellow alien tmnt but they're so clean like it looks like he's injection molding at a, at a factory yeah and it makes me like almost want to give up if i was headed that way it's <laughs> like i don't want to do this like you you got it you can do this it's, yeah, like it's like playing the same soccer team and just being like, oh, you're the star. Like, bye. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm, yeah. It's like looking at like Einstein next to you, like doing great science. And you're like, I don't yeah. know. And you're trying to explain a math problem, but he's right there. And you're like, well, this sucks. Yeah. Well, there's a guy I spoke to a few times called Mathachine Society. Do you know uh-huh. him? Um, but he, I'm pretty sure he does his bootlegs by like, he has like a library of heads, bodies, legs that are like fairly blank. So he'll cast each bit for, depending on which, what he wants to make and then puts it all together with magnets stuff as well. So I think they move. Oh, I love that. And that's really cool. Uh, I've been trying to figure out, so I do like magnets and how they move, but one of my favorite things is like trying to get things to move without doing that. Okay. And, uh, so like wooden dowels have gotten used or, um, there's a guy named Kerfloss. I don't know if you've heard that name. No. He creates armature kits so that you can create a figure from like the very bottom all the way to the top by like molding and with wax and stuff like Kenner used to do. And he teaches you how to do it where you cast the hole in the body so that you no longer have to use a magnet. You just pop your arm in and it moves. Well, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so he's doing some dope stuff and helping the rest of us along. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so we were approaching that like 30 to 40 minute range. And at, like for this part, I just love when the artist plugs themselves, um, maybe talks about what they've got coming up next or where we can get your artwork. Um, if you still have any artwork left to get rid of or to sell to us, okay. like all that stuff. Uh, so, yeah, so I sell... A lot of stuff through Blue Monday Press. That's where you can find all the books. And if I do multiples of toys, that's where they'll go. So you can get the Goya figures there. And get, I did Marcel Duchamp's Fountain, which is basically a urinal. Love you can that. get that if you want. <laughs> and then, so I tend to do like, yeah, I'll make toys in like batches of like five to 10. Because I like, I like doing it all in one go. So I can sit down for like a couple of hours and then sculpt everything together. And then when that's dry, then I can paint it all together and saves me on paint and milliput and stuff uh but yeah so there's i think there's about seven or eight figures on ebay on my ebay at the moment which is through my 
uh, Instagram. And I'll have another, hopefully, seven or so by the end of next week. Pretty good amount. Um, yeah. Love that. And if they want to get, do you do customs at all? If people want to get something specific? I do now and that. So if you email me or DM me or something, I can maybe do a custom. Sweet. But it kind of depends what it is and how long it will take me. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a nice way to put it. Usually when people are like, hey, will you do a custom? No. <laughs> I just, yeah. it becomes so challenging sometimes. I kind of don't offer it just... Because I do just prefer making my own stuff. I feel like it's a lot of responsibility when you're doing it for someone else. Yeah. And I don't want to I don't want to do something for someone that I'm not fully proud of, but sometimes the price to make sure I can do it good enough is it's not worth asking, kind of yeah. thing. Uh yeah, that's kind of how I think about it. Or those messages where it's like, hey, I want to create an action figure of my dad. It's like, I'm not your guy. That's I've done one of those. Have you? <laughs> yeah, someone was like. I can't remember exactly what the wording was, but it was like, I want to make an action figure of my fat dad. <laughs> so now I'm just going to send them to you from now on. Yeah. Like, I won't do it. <laughs> hey, thank you for giving me your time, taking time out of your day, doing this podcast. Uh, oh, thanks for having me. And thanks for getting up early as well. on tap next episode it's great it's amazing you're gonna want to listen to it it's not right now though you're gonna have to wait till the next episode to listen to it oh when's that the next one cool toys on tap the next one's gonna be good too so stay tuned and, and, and listen to that awesome